Hello, we are Was It Good, and today we're discussing Chapter 15 of The Mandalorian, The Believer. As ours, lots and lots of spoilers ahead, so if you haven't seen the latest Mando episode, get your ass out of here and don't come back until you've done what you're supposed to do. As always, I'm your host, Ravi, and I'm joined by my two brothers, Krishna and Arjuna. And we have a very special guest, Zach Schwartz. Or if you know him by his Twitter handle, at Zach, Zach, Zach. I don't know why you don't just have it as Zach69, to be honest. I wish. I <laughs> was, wish. Was it taken? It, sh- it should be. <laughs> yeah, it was. So is Zach420, but, you know... <laughs> We, I aspire to be able to reclaim one of those from someone someday, so we'll see. <laughs> is that when you uh, – because a lot of people, like, they, you know, when they get into going on the internet and being a, you know, air quote, influencer or being a host sure. or, like, level sure. – like, having, like, a level of, like, success, is that where you – Zach, are like, hey, this is – I've made it. I've, I'm successful. Well – the truth is, before we did Dunk Bait, I reached out to someone at Twitter to secure a better Twitter handle because I had Zach is Zach, and I just was ready to – I wanted to change up. And I tried to get at Schwartz, mm. uh, which is my last name, and I got like three-fourths of the way through, and they're like, oh, some business already has a claim on it. So um, I think that's the next one that I'll somehow take. But, yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> Zach, Zach, Zach is out there. You know, and now I got it. So, I mean, Zach, Zach, Zach is great. I mean, I mean that's a great some guy – Twitter. It was some guy who loved like mudding in like off roading in his truck and hadn't tweeted in like five years. My colleagues at work were like, "That guy's gonna find you and he's gonna run you over in his mudder truck <laughs> uh, for stealing his handle." But I, I'm still alive, so maybe you know, maybe that's not happening. What a way to go that would be. <laughs> uh, yeah. to get killed over a Twitter handle and it's you run over by a tough mudder or yeah, off road. Is that the vehicle. only way to go? I, I, yeah. I mean, after that, after that, yes. Uh, I mean, that's that's a good way. Speaking of ways to go, terrible transition, but we're gonna jump into the Mandalorian because that's what we're all here for. We are yeah. not yes. Zach's handle, unfortunately. Zach, oh. that's gonna be a separate episode and series and yeah, podcast exactly. and the whole thing. Um, Is the handle bad? The ha- yeah, taking the handle back. There we go. That's a good title. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Mandalorian, the Believer, an interesting episode. The Last episode, or the you know the episode just before the season finale, penultimate, here, the penultimate episode. Thank you. Um, before everything finally ends, and we have to spend another year of not having Star Wars content. Just kidding. <laughs> just, kidding. just kidding. We will get to all that beautiful extra Star Wars content that was announced uh, towards the end of this. Uh, what? What? How? Did, I guess let's go around and kind of like sum up the episode in our one word impression here. How would you kind of recap this episode? Christian, you look like you're ready to go. So yeah. we're going to start with you because uh, you're bald. My recap, uh, you just stole my thunder. My one word impression is uh, bald. Is it really? Yes, it is. <laughs> and because this episode had two very, I think, incredible bald characters. <laughs> it had Bill Burr's character and it had Boba Fett. Mix. 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 Mayfeld. Mayfeld. Okay, that's that's uh, that's the, the the name I think we most of us know him by. Um, uh, the two great characters. I thought personally that Mayfield uh, kind of stole the show. Bill Burr, I think, was Bill Burr. Was Bill Burr? It was hilarious. Yeah. It was. It was. A, he's just. He's just so different than every other character in the series. Like they all have this like history and this this uh, this gravitas about them. And then there's Bill Burr, who's just like irreverent. 
and, and as we learned in this episode, he does have a history as well. And he does have, you know, uh, some heavy stuff with him. But the way he's navigates everyday life is just so different than almost every other character in the show. So I just, that element that he brings is, I, I love it. I, I just love it so much. And it's, it's great that it's only one episode a season. It's perfect. <laughs> it comes in like lightning, boom, one episode and he's out. It's great. And then, of course, Boba Fett. Uh, you know, Boba Fett was uh, Boba Fett. Two great bald characters. So so to go back to Bill Ooh. Burr, there was this movie that came out earlier this year called The King of Staten Island. Oh, yeah. With um, Bill Burr and um, Pete Davidson. He did, yeah. And uh, Bill Burr plays like this uh, firefighter <laughs> in uh, in New York uh, of the, of the uh, episode. And for some reason, as I was watching this entire episode, I just thought that he was essentially that character in Star Wars. Nice. And I was like, it's so I funny think to, he is. I had the same thought. I had the exact same thought. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I had the exact same thought sitting there watching. I was like, when's Pete Davidson going to walk in here and do something destructive? <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, uh, for, to, spoil, to spoil the movie. Um, no, don't. I've not seen that movie. Bill Burr's character gets a back tattoo Damn. from Pete Davidson at the end. I was just like, I wonder if he still has that back tattoo. <laughs> but that was in the movie. It wasn't real. It, it's right? all real. No, movies aren't real, RG. How do you know? <laughs> you think Boba Fett's real? Oh, my God. I, uh, why not? I mean, yeah, I guess. How would you not know? Uh, Zach, how, how would you kind of sum up this episode in one word? Mm. I was happy. I think that's that's the – I was happy with the episode as a whole, and it's no surprise. You know, I thought it was a bit ironic that they finally set foot in a cantina and, uh, you know, that – that Grogu finally isn't there to stuff his goddamn face. You know, it's, it's just it's every, every little twist and turn, that little thing just decides to eat and eat and eat. And finally they're in a restaurant. Not really. I guess they're in the, the calf, the mess hall and they blow, who's not there to enjoy it, you know? But, um, I thought the episode as a whole was really strong, uh, and really liked it. I thought, I thought Bill Burr was wonderful and would really like to see him kind of continue as, um, a reoccurring character. Would you would you want to see him uh, in a spinoff? Shut up, of Star Wars. <laughs> Shut because if so, if so, there's a pretty good chance it's going to happen. That's a strong. Well, actually, let's let's jump ahead real quick. I mean, <laughs> we won't talk fully about all of the new amazing Arjuna Star Wars content that's coming, but there is one particular series set in the you know Mandalorian time frame called uh, was it Rangers of the New Republic? Mm. Power Rangers. Basically, when I saw that, I was like, "Wow!" That the the um, actual title card graphic kind of looks Power Rangers esque. Nice. So that's cool. <laughs> um, but Arjuna made this funny joke of like, uh, I, th- I think it was episode, it was what episode two episodes ago or whenever. Oh, the Cara Dune, um, Carl Weathers episode, right? Yeah, the one that directed by Carl Weathers. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the episode, Cara Dune is presented with a, a badge to become essentially, yeah, a marshal of the New Republic. And Arjuna was like, oh, this is a great way, you know, that they to uh, do two, one of two things, either write her character out of The Mandalorian or give her a spinoff series. And lo and behold, mm-hmm. she's getting a spinoff mm-hmm. series. I Called it. But what's interesting, though, is like a Bill Burr character, um, Mayfield, could yeah. present, potentially show up in that new series yeah. because we definitely saw a lot of, I think, mutual respect. She started off very much disliking him because Mayfield was uh, Imperial scum at one point. And then obviously with one amazing kapow, 
blew up an entire yeah. mining operation. And now they're lovers. Now they're going to have a kid, oh. and he'll get a whole oh, Star Wars trilogy himself. Oh, when he <laughs> the Mayfield, I just the Mayfield line. You, you have the Skywalker I, line on one side. You got the Mayfield line. On Mayf- the other. Mayf- Mayf- <laughs> Mayfield Dune line. I'm saying it's going to happen. Oh man! I just want to say they made the Space Marshal the wrong person. I mean, you've got Tim Oliphant just <laughs> kicking rocks at some other planet, and you don't make him the Space Marshal. I, I, I during during quarantine, I rewatched Justified, one hell of a show. Make him Space Marshal Raylan Givens. What are we doing? Why not? Yeah. I mean, that's a separate. I would, spin-off watch, I would watch Space Justified. Give me that. Space Justified. That's coming. That's coming twenty. That's coming twenty twenty two. They couldn't. They couldn't. Uh, they couldn't. They couldn't secure Timothy for twenty twenty one. Oh no, no, no. That's but second, it's coming later. That's the second half of twenty twenty one. Everything we got was the first three months. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah, when, they, when, when they were doing the announcement, it wasn't you know the next few years. That was a typo. It was the next few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the next. In the next three months, you will get ten Star Wars series. <laughs> you know, I'd be okay with that. Oh, that sounds. I would. Like... I do not feel. I don't. I don't feel like I'll get uh you know bored or, or fatigued. I'd be very very happy. Oh. Okay. I I don't believe you. Really? Yeah, yeah I don't I believe you. For yeah, a second. yeah, yeah. I don't believe it for a well, second. You know what's beautiful? We'll never know. So. Yeah, yeah. Thank, <laughs> thankfully, I got breaking news right here. <laughs> Oh, I mean, God, I guess the one kidding. way is you guys could, you know, freeze me in time or something or speed up time or, or, Put you transport, tr- or transport me to the future when all this is readily available. And then I could sit there for a month and watch everything. Mm. But I still think Ooh. I'd be very much into all of it. So I don't mm. know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, will we? You figured out time travel there, buddy? No, I haven't figured it out yet. Uh, moving back into the one word impressions. I think for me, I actually kind of thought about this. Wow. Months ahead. Yeah. Um, it's not actually one word. It's a phrase. So you have to give it to me. Cheating. No, we don't. Long live the empire is what I'm going to go with. Yeah. Or fine. Empire. There you go. Uh, I, I think empires, empire, empire works, I think, for where you're about to go. Thank you. Thank you. And I think the big one is, you know, in this episode, we have uh, uh, Mayfield. We have a tank trooper armored-esque Mandalorian fighting off pirates as they're trying to destroy, you know, the mining... Um, stuff and and you know everything kind of looks like they're all about to to die you know they've got their thermal detonators the music's all very very dramatic and then the music kind of cuts to this like hype you know long live the good guys type of music and we get these tie fighters coming in shooting <laughs> the the pirates saving you know these two and then you have like everyone saluting and then you have the stormtroopers running out and shooting and, and like i i did it i was like yeah fuck yeah the empire hells yeah these guys are yeah. they're here to win it they are awesome they're oh, heroes man. they're, they're the real heroes. heroes they are the heroes i just i couldn't get over them saluting <laughs> and then and then not only saluting was a lot once they salutes. get inside that was gonna be my original one word but now it's over oh well so saluting, <laughs> and then they get inside and they're getting like slapped on the back and i think i told i turned to like you guys i was like this is the happiest bunch of stormtroopers we've ever seen they're so happy yeah. <laughs> like they're cheering you know they're getting drunk later and they're all excited about that well like, so well so i think it kind of plays into the theme of the episode of my one word my new one word that i just came <laughs> up with uh perception hmm. Uh, and uh, the reason uh, I use perception is because I think this episode shows you, you know, a little bit of the other side. A lot of Star Wars shows you from the Rebel Alliance and the quote-unquote good guys. But this shows you kind of a peak, you know, especially with Migs and then them infiltrating this uh, Imperial base. Just the other side of like, well, there's not as much of a difference necessarily as you think. Everyone thinks they're doing the mm. right thing. Um, and the 
the Empire, I think, purposefully in this episode was portrayed almost like the ragtag rebels, right? It was mismatched armor, dirty plates, you know, kind of not the organized, you know, prim and proper Empire we're used to seeing. It's almost like they're the rebel alliance in this episode. They're the good guys, especially with the music cues and how everything was kind of presented. And I think it, I think it's something Star Wars has it's been long overdue for Star Wars to do. They kind of played with this, this idea in episode eight with the whole Canto bite thing and the Benicio del Toro character of like, everyone's good and everyone's bad. And like, you know, you have the, the rich people supplying both the, the, the right. good guys and the bad guys. So what does it really mean? It means nothing. And so I kind of like that they reintroduced this idea, especially with the character of Miggs, especially in his first appearance and Mando's perception of him. He's just this bad guy. And I think by the end of this episode, you know, everyone's a shade of gray, and they, you know, that's a that's kind of a good thing they've continued to portray in this show that it's not the traditional like I'm good and I'm evil, right? And now we fight. And we could you can even extend that to the the seemingly innocent person, you know, creature in all this. Even Grogu eating like the fish lady's eggs, you know, like like Zach, and also he, Zach he's a monster for that. Yeah, yeah. Zach, you actually remind me of something. Because you're right. Sure. Every other time we see him, he's eating. Do we think yeah. he could be like like 300 pounds when he grows up? Is like, he like a Snorlax in <laughs> like training? Little, like he'll be like, he's going to look like Snorlax. Yeah, exactly. Zach, I think this is also the time where I kind of want you to drop your like – we have a section here called Hot Takes. And I want you sure. to drop your hot take sure. on, on okay. the child. And for our listeners, for our viewers, you know, please, viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> okay. Well, I think he's just this garbage can that just sucks down and is like a leech eating everything inside. And it's like, dude, come on. We have things to do. Are you kidding me? Like even a small child would recognize, hey, now is not the time to be asking for graham crackers. <laughs> things are going on. That's that was the first issue I had. The, the issue for me with this specific season has been sort of. There have been episodes that have felt very cheap to me, not like from a story and plot, uh, from literally like the sets and physical looks of some of the episodes. They've just looked cheaper than the first season, Uh, specifically the one where they're like running up the hill trying to save Grogu. I like it. it Just the whole of that episode looked cheap. Uh, This episode, that was not at all the issue. I thought this episode was beautiful and they did a nice job with it. The biggest issue I had with this season, though, has been that Every episode has felt like they have the overarching goal and it's been so predictable in that they have these bullshit, weird side missions. <laughs> it's just like the things you have to do in Grand Theft Auto where it's like, yeah. all right, now I'm going to fight the boss. And then it's like, oh, no, sorry, cousin. I need you to deliver my mail. And it's like, no, he's, he's like right there. I'll, I'll just go kick his ass. So it's like, no, because you got to deliver the mail. And it's like. <laughs> All right, we'll go deliver the mail. And and that's where it's frustrated me. And the last thing, and I do want to say, actually, I do like the show. And I think the issue for me is that, like, I had in my mind it it was like it is such like a it could be such a Game of Thrones as far as like how well it could be done is that there is. And now I do appreciate what you're saying with the gray zone. And I do enjoy that, that there are they're showing depth to the characters and that it's not this like I'm evil and I'm good. But I do need someone to be fucking evil. And there isn't that. Like, I get that uh, Moff Gideon, is that's how I'm saying yeah. that correct? Yes. Like, all right, dude, we brought in space Gus Fring. I, I'm here for it. 
make him do some fucking terrible stuff. Like I need <laughs> I need to see him like, you know, drop him on a planet and have him torch a hospital. I don't know. But like, <laughs> give, me, give me the spice. The I, uh, yes. I need, <laughs> I need things like that to, to be like the stakes. I need elevation of the stakes from at least a villain's perspective, because, you know, the the series as a whole or the the whole of uh the ip has always had these unbelievable villains and um i just think you're in a day and age where you could make it so great so sorry that, that went on a bit of a ramp but uh that was great zach all i have to say is <laughs> ah, yes! i agree 100 percent with everything you just said i'm sorry you, you want literally... you want them to have gideon drop what was it an airplane on a no. hospital <laughs> no, no, not necessarily that oh. but i definitely agree with zach with the stakes that's why my bold prediction which i was laughed out of the room for was that he would kill ahsoka just to do something just to literally show some fucking stakes and even in this episode i liked it but again no stakes they shot a officer in the fucking base and no one got even a blaster shot? Yeah. What the fuck? Hey, hey, hey. Hold Amanda hold wasn't even wearing Beskar. Yeah, Amanda, yeah, but Mando's like armor did break earlier. Oh, go, oh, whoa. And his arm was fucking hurt. Cool. He was like, oh, my arm. Like, Kill somebody. <laughs> Jesus. You, whoa, sir, whoa, are so whoa. violent. This is a children's yes, thank show. thank you. Okay, but Star Wars traditionally has never shied away from killing characters. From Obi-Wan in Episode 4, Han Solo in Episode 7. All the original characters in the sequel trilogy all die. Mace Windu, all the prequel, all these prequel characters, like, they mm. don't shy away from killing people. It's just weird that the show, which claims it's Star Wars, isn't doing one of the most Star Wars things by actually having stakes and killing people. Uh, actually, uh, and also uh, characters losing hands. Yeah, I think in every something. series, like, characters lose do hands something. Like the biggest, no one's the lost biggest, a hand yet. The biggest thing that's been lost, I guess you could say, is Grogu. But we all know they're going to get him back. Is the Razor Crest blowing up? And that's like, oh, cool, it's a ship that blew up. I was hurt by that. Like, how <laughs> dare you? How dare you? Why do my feelings mean nothing? They mean nothing. You, oh. Fuck you. <laughs> I will. I will say this uh, to Zach's point. We have seen so little of Star Wars Gus Fring. It's true. Uh, Moff Gideon. Like he's, he's yeah. I think he's had three scenes total, four scenes maybe. And every single time it's just been him looking at the dark troopers, maybe, t you know, talking to an officer. He hasn't actually done I will say this. anything. I will say this for Giancarlo. That is true. Good for you for making that paper doing. <laughs> yeah. You deserve it. Dude. Uh, but like also. Steve Nash-esque. <laughs> oh, really yeah. Is. But also he's capable of doing yeah. So much He's more. He's a fantastic actor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he did more in his one episode and cameo in seven last season than he's done all of this season. And he's been in much... He's been in many more episodes of this season. Uh, let me let me ask Zach this. Just it's not really a counter because I actually agree with most of what you said, uh, at least to some level. Uh, a lot... Uh, Grogu... Let's, most people, they watch the show for Grogu. Baby Yoda, the child, uh, whatever you want to call him. The green thing. The green thing. We did see yeah. last episode Moff Gideon kind of torturing the kid. Maybe not personally, but you know he Mentally, was for sure. He was allowing them to like torture him. So uh, to a lot of people, that would be the same level as him blowing up a hospital. Your words, not mine. <laughs> uh, so is that what would you say? What would you say to those people? Is that is that enough? Uh, or yeah, 
First of all, I would like to say that I refer to the child as the space grouch, uh, oh. like Oscar the Grouch. You know, just green thing. That's no. Um, <laughs> I, I'll I'll be I'll be honest. I thought it was you know like it is such a, a he's, it's such an adorable character and they've done such a wonderful job with it. I I wish there was like I guess a little more delivery with him and I, I maybe I'm just being impatient. Um, but like like. Would I say, like, maybe if Moff Gideon maimed the child, I would be more like, oh, my God, this guy's a real piece of shit. Yeah, I would probably say yes. I don't know. I don't know. Like the way they've set it up, it's going to be like, oh, Moff Gideon isn't giving him the pimento and cheese you know, sandwich that he wants. Oh, no. Like he's not giving him the frog. Here, but, he here's, but here's the thing, though. It's like it's Star Wars is not Game of Thrones, right? Like sure. Game of Thrones is yes, you expect motherfuckers to be impaled, beheaded, tortured, everything under the sun that's god awful and terrible. We have tortured Star Wars, Wars though. I, be, yes, we have killed characters off for sure and tortured them. What have we tor- like? Who have we tortured so, to a point uh, where I mean, it's like episode four? Uh, Leia gets tortured by uh, a torture droid, right? Off screen, um, Ray gets tortured by Kylo Ren. Luke gets tortured by the Emperor with Force lightning. But but that uh, but, 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 but then we saw we saw Leia, gets, uh, Leia got sex trafficked in one of in one of the movies. Let's <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> they, they hey, it was that's a great point. And and they sold a lot of toys. Different yeah. time, yeah. tell you. Different time. A lot of toys. A lot of posters. But we've seen like that's that's all physical abuse. We've seen the child be kicked by um, the scout troopers in episode punched. in, uh, in uh, chapter eight. Yeah, but that's physical beating up you know the child and and whatnot. Ooh. Yeah, but, but uh, I just I just feel like with Moth Gideon, right? Lose a hand. We're told we're told constantly that he's a bad guy, but we just haven't seen him do the things. Darth Vader looks dark and menacing, but at least in that first movie, you see him kill the mentor of the main character, right? He kills Obi-Wan. That shows how menacing okay. Obi-Wan went to the Force and okay. became part but of the he Force still, so he didn't he actually strikes him down. Him, he still him strikes him down and that's a huge yeah. implication to Luke, right? This is his mentor. The guy's supposed to be training him. He just told him literally a day ago that he's a fucking space wizard <laughs> and now he has no mentor, right? <laughs> like, that's huge. Like, those are huge implications. That shows how uh, amazingly powerful of a character Darth Vader is. Okay. You haven't had that with Moff Gideon. All you have is just a bunch of characters being like, oh yeah, that Moff Gideon, he's a bad man. He's a bad, he's a bad guy. He's real bad. I just want to say, I just want to say, I knew having Zach was going <laughs> to elevate Arjuna's I feel empowered. Position. His yeah, position. it's going to empower him, and that is exactly well, what has happened. Moving on here, <laughs> let's actually let's let's uh, let's see if we can bring Arjuna down a couple notches here. Oh, so boy. Zach, Arjuna does a fun thing here. Uh, I'm not sure how old you are, or if you remember these things back in the day. They were called DVD chapters. Okay, I do remember those. Uh, so Arjuna likes to go through, and he does basically a re- he creates a chapter listing for the episode. So I'm going to power through these. There's real, real quick. Can I just say sure. something? So the chapter listing is not like your traditional chapter listing. A lot of, we've had a lot of complaints from recent <laughs> guests being like, "This isn't concise enough," and like not a chapter listing. Things repeat itself. Brett, I call it a chapter. <laughs> I call it a chapter listing because it's just a way to recap the episode. Essentially, that that's all I'm saying. Anywho, okay. so he decides to create twenty-one Chapters. chapter listings. It was a little, little. It was a little heavy. This it's very, week. very heavy here. So and long. So I'm Arjuna, here. that's almost. I just want to say that's almost a chapter listing per minute. 
Yes. The, the episode was, the episode was like minutes. 30. You got yeah. 21 chapters <laughs> What every minute? Guess it's so chapter. You know, you just can't you can't rush genius, okay? I guess, a- anyway, I guess so Zach, I'm going to run through these real quick. I want you to basically uh, give me your quick initial kind of gut reaction. Does it make sense? <laughs> Is this complete batshit insane? What, what do you mm. get through them all? Uh, as, I, as I go, th- like, feel free to jump in and interrupt me, okay? It, just interject. Okay. Just interject. Okay. All right. So here we go. This is Arjuna's DVD chapter listings for Mandalorian Season 2, Chapter 15, The Believer. The Believer. The Believer. <clears throat> oh, my God, Arjuna. Pajama party on the prison junkyard planet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Cara Dune is in a, a lot of this season. Am I right? <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Too much, as some might say. <laughs> We're in a rush, but Boba had time to shine his armor up. Mm. <laughs> By the way, I just want to say that armor looks fucking amazing now, and mm. I, Disney did a great job of one, making me want to buy something more, so good job there. Mm. Um, I'm from fucking Worcester, kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Worcester, the way you spelled it, too, that could be a planet. Like on Star Wars, like Wooster. Like, How do you even come up with planet planet names in yeah. Star Wars? Oh, but my, gra- my grandma's from Wooster. <laughs> yes. It's like you know. My my girlfriend is named Hannah, and when we were on the phone, he's like, So how's your girlfriend Hannah? <laughs> <laughs> Hannah. Face recognition technology has gotten really advanced, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, new great trooper trooper armor to build out. <laughs> keep it secret. Keep it safe. Oh my god! That kid right there. He's gonna be in star a star in Star Wars. I can't now not like reading this. Like, I know you. You that was the whole. You point. fucked me up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry if for those listening. If I, I if you can't understand what I'm saying, it's that whole Worcester thing. Uh, explosions. They're bad for you. Bill Burr Ooh. screaming for what feels like 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Pirates of the Aliens. Yay, the oh, Empire. No, Sorry? Oh, no, I agree with that one. The, that was just another version of the Grand Theft Auto thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did they need to be there? And I get it because I did appreciate cheering for the Empire for once. Like I was very much like... Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh no, those are Tie Fighters!" Like this should go back. Oh, down in listen, my listen to this title: "Yay, the Empire saved the day." Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is Wait, the yeah, is the Empire kind of like the Rebels now, the lovable underdogs? Yeah, just like the We Believe Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, okay. I want that as a Photoshop job for those listening and watching. Somebody put a We Believe Lakers. Logo on a trooper arm <laughs> on the stormtroopers. We, yes. we believe empire. We, <laughs> we believe, believe empire something. Yeah, it's great. Um, put on your fucking mask, Bill. <laughs> Pedro's <laughs> making his pay for this episode. <laughs> oh yeah, brown eyes. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> brown eyes. The asshole and the guy ha- lacking in vitamin D get a drink together. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a good one well done that was a great one yeah, well kill done. the empire scum hi I'm Boba Fett and I'm a fucking badass don't you ever forget it <laughs> uh, bye mass hole we're, we're too cheap to write a new script so just have Mando sing Moff's line from last season everybody will love that and we'll get a, a writing Emmy <laughs> what? What? 
<laughs> no baby, no baby. <laughs> wow. Oh, was our, was, uh, I'm going to say this is probably your best one yet. Yeah. I was a little this hesitant. Is, that was so good. Yeah. I like being that there were 21 titles. I thought this was going to be redundant, but you, you did a good job. I will say it was uh, amazing. Zach is the first guest we've ever had to say anything positive about my chapter listing. <laughs> That's not true. Everyone's, everyone has said something positive about at least one in there. That's true. That's so. true. Considering but, I write Zach, these, but Zach is overwhelmingly. Considering I write these in about three to four minutes, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. Well, that's that's what that's what you want. You want to put tons of thought. You want to just kind of be rapid fire. So yeah, I you want to go with that. You want to go with your gut reaction, you know, and like what you remember and what stands out. It's like it. what I did. Like it. Like it. Uh, so I want to talk about real quick the title of this episode. It's called the Believer. The right? Believer. And you know, looking online, watching the show, having our own thoughts. You know. One would argue or question who is the believer in this episode. Are we talking about um, the Mandalorian becoming a believer in, you know, personal hygiene and maybe airing it out once in a while? Are we looking at the Empire and seeing that they still truly believe in, you know, mass murder? Are we looking at Cara Dune and she's a believer that not all Imperial scum are scum? Like, who do we think is the believer or was this just kind of a big everyone's a believer everyone's think, a believer I think, I think it's mostly actually about migs migs is the believer by the end of it uh, believer of what though uh i think he's the believer i think he i, I think part, i think this i think it's interesting because this episode the two main characters in this episode are migs and mando right and they both mm. they both definitely have a lot of character development throughout the episode it's really it's very much a buddy cop type of episode right it's these two guys they're chumming along they go through some stuff things happen you blow up ships pirates attack you know just a usual day of work um but i think i think mix just becomes a believer almost in himself right he because i feel like he talks about i can sleep well at night but he doesn't necessarily believe it at the beginning of the episode but I think mm-hmm. him redeeming himself, kind of coming to terms with what happened with his previous unit, basically going on a revenge killing spree, blowing up the base, and real he quick, sleeps better. And let's night. let's talk about that. So, Zach, I'm not sure how how familiar you are with the uh, Star Wars Battlefront games, but there is a reference to the game uh, in mm. this episode when Bill Murray's character Mayfield is talking to the Imperial officer. Uh, he realizes that Imperial officer was the one, uh, was his commanding officer during an Operation Cinder. So Operation Cinder, real quick, is uh, when yeah. Papa Palpatine, you know, got kaboomed, or went, no, sorry, when he went down the shaft and then went pop and died, his um, final plan to the Empire was go and wreak as much fucking havoc across the galaxy as humanly possible. Specifically, they had satellites around certain planets that would go in and turn the planets, I believe, atmosphere and weather into firestorms, and mm. it would burn and kill and destroy people, planet, the whole shebang. Um, so that's where... So you mean like he was asking for them to do global warming? Essentially, <laughs> yes. Do global Operation warming Cinder. on a galactic say, Ooh, a scale. I like it. Um, so that's where I think Bill Murray's character, obviously he has the most horrors, the most PTSD, is from huh. the events of that thing. And and I, I did want to kind of bring this up specifically with you, Zach, because obviously yep. you know, we're uber nerds. You know, I know that piece of information. So knowing that and then seeing Bill Murray's character's <clears throat> reaction, it makes sense to me. But you're all just hearing Operation Cinder, which could mean anything. Could be 
Palpatine's plan was to put cat litter everywhere. That would piss probably a lot of people off. That shit stinks. So Ooh, I just wanted, and the what, cats would piss on it. Yeah. So like when you heard that, <laughs> did you get a? Re, did you feel that it was as impactful, or was it to you just kind of a oh cool a line? I thought because they're obviously so they are very considerate of the whole of the series or the whole of the Star Wars universe. So I figured it was something that was going over my head, but I did. I was able to appreciate it in just the um, Bill Burr did a great job in the episode acting wise, like the sort of character change and growth that he was able to depict from the beginning of episode to the end. That was amazing. And then obviously in that conversation, his ability to kind of show the like anger and frustration and kind of horror of what was went on in that. Uh, I thought it was brilliant. And so though I didn't know um, the reference, which by the way, I very much appreciate having that now laid out because went right over my head, but even without some of it, you knew that there was a much larger obviously thing that had happened um, just off of his reactions. And speaking of, well, actually, before I jump into, obviously, the Mando, I guess it is part of the same conversation. So the Mandalorian, you know, Din, he, we, he takes off his helmet because he's trying to save his child, his, his little green thing. Um, I think, first of all, shout out to Pedro Pascal. The initial reaction of him taking the helmet off and then you can see how physically uncomfortable he looks like i feel like we've all been there like whenever i was in school i had to give a presentation that's how my face looked the entire time mm-hmm. constipated yeah. yeah basically i mean that's an acting term it's either you spit on people or you look constipated oh wow you're an actor now. yeah yeah i didn't know you had that you you could bring that knowledge are you are you pedro's are you pedro's uh, acting coach i'm his stunt double oh He's your like protege. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Or, uh, he's your un- he's your understudy. I mean, he he like I said, he made his paper this episode. He really had to he had to uh, act. So, so I so my my, my question yeah. with that was obviously so the Mandalorian he's breaking his big creed. Yeah, and um, you know Mayfield asked the same question in the in in the in the tank as they're going in. You know, is it you're not supposed to take your helm off, or is it is it supposed to be people can't see your face, or is it you can't take off the Mandalorian helmet, which is it's two different things. He obviously reveals his face to, you know, uh, a computer scanned his face, which I feel like has implications down the road because yeah. it's not like it's a scanned face, it lives on that terminal, and then it's done. That's some part of some database. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. So, like, do, do you think that we're going to now start seeing more of Pedro's face in the next episode, next season. Is he changing as a cultist? Can I take a victory lap really quick? Because when the show first started and I was was at the Yahoo offices, I said to Ravi, you don't pay Pedro Pascal, who is a very handsome bloke, to have a helmet on this whole time. And he goes, he's not taking the helmet off. You have to understand the show and this and this and this. And I go, I appreciate that, but if you look at the man... (laughs) He's far too handsome. Yes, and then the helmet came off, obviously, in season one. And I, I didn't think it would come off, I'll be honest, a second time just because of how long it took. Mm. So I guess we were both sort of right. But I, I did. It was a, a sweet gratification when that <laughs> happened. But um, yeah, I think there's a key. Yeah. There's a key line from Migs and when they're in the tank and he's like, everybody has a creed. Everybody follows something until it gets tested. Right. And then you. You cross shift. that line. And you cross that line, right? And that, and I think that's what's happening. You're seeing, you know, you're seeing the slow, gradual evolution of a character, the Mandalorian, 
uh, and he's changing. He He's had a lot to think about in this season. It's been small and subtle, um, but it's been there, right? He's met other Mandalorians who have different... Cre- he's realized that not all Mandalorians are the same. <laughs> uh, he's, you know, he's, he's met, he's met different, different types of Mandalorians in Bo-Katan and Boba Fett. He's become more attached to Grogu um, and the child, right? He... He was supposed to, you know, he, when we first met him in episode one, season one, he's this, you know, he's a bounty hunter. He's this hardened guy who does what he, you know, does for the other Mandalorians on the planet. For the he, Creed. For, that he lives on. And that has, you know, he's changed from that episode, episode one to now episode 15. So it's him changing. It's him evolving. And I think, you know, there's, he's never going to be like, I'm not just not going to wear my mask. Is that would I think that would be too drastic of a character change, but this quickly at least. Yeah. yeah. Well, also I think, that thing I think is there a, will be something there. That thing is also Beskar, and I mean we've seen him use it to defeat enemies and protect himself. It would be kind of stupid. Yeah, he's not particularly good at dodging bullets, <laughs> so he definitely needs all that Beskar. I I am gonna say I get the impression or I have the feeling uh, a force feeling that oh uh, the face reveal of Pedro Pascal will be a once a season recurrence, kind of like Bill Burr entering once a season like it'll be one it'll happen mm. once a season he'll be forced to take his helmet off and you know uh pedro pascal will make his paper in that episode uh and <laughs> every other time you see mandalorian it's probably a body double and we're just getting his voice um but uh yeah i i think uh, it's a once a season thing. Uh, i think i think it happens again next next episode if i if wow. uh, if i had to do a bold prediction that'll be when he has the inevitable when he's captured when he has the tortured. inevitable uh dark saber versus the beskar steel spear battle with uh with mm. um uh moth gideon and kills him and gets the baby you know he'll have his helmet oh off. you think gideon's gonna die that's yeah, a, I think, I think they kill. Yeah, I think they kill Gideon off. Just because wow. I don't know they what else kill, to do. With that they guy. kill Gideon so, off, and then Thrawn is revealed. No, yep, calling it. Listen, Gus Fring in Breaking Bad worked in a certain way of how creepy he was, and but the show as a whole didn't feature any overt acts of masculinity and power and strength. This show is all about a lot of, there's a lot of strength and there's a lot of athleticism and kind of these overt acts. So get, get Gus bring the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I need someone evil and dark. And like, Ow. like we talked about Ravi, like with, uh, like, you know, and you know, they, they had actually, I guess I, uh, well, I don't want to spoil. I don't know. What was the tweet that you were going to pull up? Is it related to the, was it the Jordan tweet? The uh, Jordan face tweet? Yeah, I think it was that one. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, I don't want to spoil that part, but um, yeah, I, I want someone that's cr- like I want that. I want this crazy, athletic, and frightening individual to go against against Mando. I don't, right. Gus. You know, I'm sorry, but you were the Gus Spring was terrifying because right. He was crumbled. He, 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 he was a manipulator, not a fighter. And they're going to replace. They're going to replace. Yeah. They're going to replace Giancarlo Esposito, according to Christian Navi, with uh, the James Bond of the ninety, Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> oh my god is that true no so the reason we bring this up i think we've brought this up we brought this up like i think now three or four times it's three or four hundred times during the uh, last year's star wars <laughs> celebration there was a gigantic banner up of you know basically all the major characters in star wars and thrawn was one of the characters uh, because he made oh. an appearance in the um animated show star wars rebels and if you looked at the artwork it looked a hell of a lot like Pierce Brosnan, but obviously blue like Thrawn. 
So wow. the running joke that we've been doing is that, you know, it was revealed back then for some reason, nobody else picked up on it. And Pierce Brosman it, is Braun. Yeah, it, it, it was definitely a, a likeness of Pierce Brosman. Brosman. Is it Brosnan or Brosnan? Brosnan. 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 Okay, gotcha. Bro- yeah. Brosnan. 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 Um, it definitely <laughs> it was absolutely 100% his likeness. And Ravi's right. There was like a little chatter about it um, on Twitter. But because there's nothing confirmed with it, it's either the best kept secret or... Mm. Is it best kept or just no one cares about Prince Brosnan? <laughs> right. So it, no, like that, no one's really bothered be to point. dig into yeah. it or anything. But, I mean, Prince Brosnan, though, would face the same issues that Giancarlo Esposito does. He, he's an old guy now. Like, how much action can he do? He would be... I mean, many argue that he couldn't do much action to begin with. Um, going back to James, James Bond. Bond. Hey, James Bond movie. What do you hey, mean? He how jumped dare off, you? He jumped <laughs> off <laughs> on the dam. I'm not saying I, I I do like Pierce Brosnan as James Bond, but I, uh, one of the chief complaints was that he wasn't a huge action star. He jumped though, off a dam. Though, to be fair, James Bond really well, before Daniel Craig was not all about like big physical action, right? It was about being a suave, cool spy. But now people retroactively have gone back and like Sean Connery wasn't a good action star, and whatever. Right, right. People are stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah. Revisionist history. How about that? Let's actually jump into theories here, because obviously we've got one episode left. Oh, my God. Last year with the season finale of Mandalorian, we got a cool episode where we got some more backstory in terms of who's who. Obviously, the biggest reveal that had all of the nerds going, what the fuck, was the, the reveal of the Darksaber. Yeah. Um, what do we think is going to happen here? Do we think there's going to be a new product launch? I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Do we think there's going to be a new uh, reveal uh, of the scale of like a dark saber, I would say one of my like I don't complain a lot about this season, but one of my complaints of this season There's has not been enough toys for you. N- well, no, There's <laughs> never ever not enough toys, Arjuna. Uh, was the fact that we didn't get a whole lot of info on the dark saber. We're, we've, we're yeah. one episode left, and this mythical weapon has been mentioned, I believe, once in the Bo Katan episode, and then that's it. So. I mean, it's because the dark saber is getting its own spinoff <laughs> called <laughs> Star Wars: <laughs> The Dark Saber. I do know, my goodness. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, it's more likely than not. And at guess this what? Point. And guess what? For everyone listening and watching, Arjuna will probably watch it if there was a spinoff. Wait, he would? Yes, he would. There, He's going to watch now. every single I fucking... Not, I would not watch a show watching, about the fucking dark Arjuna, Hey, here's a fun fact. Here's a fun fact. I love me my Star Wars, right? But I know when to not watch bad Star Wars, okay? Arjuna here sat... And how much of Star Wars Resistance, the animated show, did you get through? About 10 episodes. That's 10 more than you should have. Yeah, I still uh, gave ooh. it a chance, and then I've decided I'm not going to watch this because it's not it, good. doesn't matter. I, 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 I knew from the first episode... The, the problem is who's wielding the dark saber. Okay. <laughs> it's not wrong. Sorry. It's not wrong. Yeah. I just don't, I like, I, short of him walking through a hospital, just going room to room with dark saber, <laughs> it's going to make me get back on board with him being scary. Yeah. All, I, right, I, all right. How about this? We put, we put Moff, Moff Gideon in a robot suit. Does that make him scarier? <laughs> we put him in a Gundam. How about what? this? Moff Gideon gets destroyed in the next episode. And then in the first episode of season three, he comes back as this half android creepy looking thing, like almost like General Grievous-esque, where it's not even really the actor. So, it's just this like CG thing. So, so not to shit on video games, because I do love video games. So, But Mandalorian has become a video game plot, right? 
there's a big bad, and then you kill the big bad, and then there's another big bad behind the big bad, and you do all, and like Zach was saying with the Grand Theft Auto thing, there's quest lines, and then there's the overarching quest, and you do all the busy work until you get to that final quest, because you build up, and you get the items that you need to kill the big bad, and that we're just we're just now in a point where it's a video game. But isn't that Star Wars? I mean, episode four was go here, go there, do this, blow thing up, get upgrades. Next but were, episode, but they're back. There's the bigger bad guy. I mean, repeat. that's every that's every story ever, right? I think the difference yeah. is it's just more overt or more obvious. I feel like in Mandalorian, uh, I, I guess I guess it's the episodic nature of the show and that it's not a movie. So mm-hmm. where I get frustrated is that like there are three episodes where like just make a multi episode arc where there's like an overarching portion other than trying to get him from A to B to B to C to B to E, like have him stuck on one planet for three episodes battling with something that feels more than just like, you know, the villain uh, of the week. Right? Like, that's what it was. That, yeah. That's the, that was the first, our, our gripes with the first Villain half of the, of the season right. was that it was every, the plot for the first four episodes or three episodes were exactly the same. First you had five. To, for maybe the whole the season, first, like, four. Now. but it, it was, was five. Like, no, all the way up until the Ahsoka episode, it literally was meet a person, do a quest for the person th- to then help you. Yeah. To, to, for you Mendo that, to move on to the next part. Timothy yeah. Oliphant's character. You yeah. did that for Frog Lady in yeah. two. In episode, what was episode three? Was, that was, was it Grief Card? No, no, that was not. That's no. four. Uh, th- no, three is, oh, Bo-Katan. You do something for Bo-Katan. Yeah, that's right. Four was for Grief and Cara Dune. Five was for Ahsoka. Literally every episode was meet people, do something for them, they help you out. Last week's episode was the first time this season where I wasn't do a... Qu- and then it kind of in a way it was because uh, it was just the reverse of Boba now doing something for Mando. <laughs> Which I got frustrated because it so felt like... In, I don't know if you guys played a lot of Grand Theft Auto. I think it was four where yep. your cousin calls and it's like, my cousin, <laughs> Nico, cousin. Nico, my cousin. It's like, Mando, my cousin. <laughs> no, I have to take this kid home. He's going to eat everything if I don't. Zach, Zach you're, you're, you're known uh, a little bit around the internet and on Twitter as like the meme, the meme guy. So can two we memes. Expect, two memes here. Can we expect a a series of Grand Theft Auto for <laughs> Mandalorian memes? Can we expect this? Wait, 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 Zach. You remember? You remember when you first start Grand Theft Auto Four? Your cousin owns the taxi service. Oh, yeah. Yep. yeah. Right. So you literally have to have you have to have. Ro- I think the cousin's name was Roman, right? Yep. Yeah. So you have like Fat Roman with the taxi, and then Mando like going into the taxi, <laughs> having to do the goddamn missions for. Him. Oh my god! I forgot about the taxi, the whole part of the taxi service. Yeah, yeah. But what an even more damning thing on this series that Mando is basically a taxi. Driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it sets a perfect metaphor. Honestly, I honestly think you should. Uh, yeah, you should. This, just this, this has got to be a thing. I don't know. It's, oh my god! So moving into theories for next episode. How are we? How is this wrapping? What's? Oh, uh, man. Give me it really quick. Give me how you want it to end, how you think it's going to end. Oh uh, or Christian, we'll start with you. All right. This is how I want it to end. Uh, I want Grogu to die. <laughs> what the um, fuck? But he comes yeah. back. He comes back as a force ghost that haunts Mandalorian. <laughs> like, oh, honestly, my God. It's like it, it would be like such a mind 
Oh, but, shit. you know, like it will never happen. And I, honestly, I can't even say that's what I want to happen. That's just like, that's just, you just being, extreme. That's you trolling. Yeah, it, yeah. It, that's me trolling for sure. I think what I would really like to see is Thrawn to come in as the big bad. Um, he reveals himself as the Palpatine to this show, right? The 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 puppet uh, the puppet master mm-hmm. behind everything, um, and uh, yeah, that's basically that's basically what I w- I want to see happen. I also don't want Grogu rescued. I want him to. I want him to be kept by the Empire and then maybe twisted just a little bit more where he turns, at least for the first half of the next season, where he's like a dark force, dark side user. So Mando has to fight Grogu, but Grogu is now using the dark side exclusive, exclusively, right? And then Mando has to use his father-son connection to bring him back. That would be pretty cool. So that's how you think it will end? No, that's how I want, want it to yeah, end. That's yeah, but you, I want to know quickly how you want it, how you think it's going to end. This is how I think it's going to end. Yes. Is um, Mando versus Moff Gideon, Darksaber versus Beskar Spear. Um, you know, I think... I think then Mando gets captured, but Boba Fett swoops in and rescues Grogu. So Boba is now running around with Grogu while Mando is held by the Empire for the end of the season. What the fuck? <laughs> like, honestly, what the I fuck? Know. I just threw out every scenario that can happen. Okay, uh, Arjuna, you go, but again, be quick and concise with this. I was concise. How do you think it will end, and how do you want it to end? I want it to end with Luke showing up. I think it will end with Moff dying. I like that. That See, Christian, that was wow. concise and to the point. Yeah, but it's boring. Zach, go ahead. What do you think? How is it going to end? Can how I- do you want it to end? I think you guys are both very right with the the best guard versus the um, dark saber. I think that's that's for sure happening. Just get get Moff Gideon the fuck out of my face. That's all. <laughs> <I want. laughs> Arjun, outline just write that. Get Moff Gideon the fuck out of my face. No, that's what Zach wants. <laughs> that's what Zach wants. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I will get that. I just I don't think they haven't laid enough groundwork for him to be much more than this. And it's a shame because he's a talented actor. Just next. Uh, next, please. Onto the, onto bigger and better things, hopefully. And Ooh. then I wanted to end with his own spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. Yes. No, I wanted to end with uh, Mando's going to get Boba's ship. He's going to get Slave One. That's how I wanted to end. You don't think that's going to happen? That's I'm, exactly what's going to happen. No, I, I I don't think it will. Oh, okay. Um, how it's going to end? I think I agree with our. Uh, I think with your initial one, which is uh, best car, saber sword oh. versus a uh, uh, dark saber. And maybe they'll throw a line in there where it's, where it's like, well, I was I got the Darksaber from Darth Maul, and then everyone's going to lose their fucking minds and be like, that makes no well, sense. Well, so that was one of my – I always remember we did our season two bold predictions uh, after the first episode, mm-hmm. and I was hoping that we were going to get, like, a Darksaber backstory in terms of just what necessarily happened with the Darksaber, how it got into – uh, Moff's hands, and that was actually going to be how they introduced all the rebel characters, like with <laughs> with Bo and yep. Ahsoka, and maybe Sabine, and maybe even throwing a little Darth Maul in there. Why don't you? Uh, mm. Even though I guess you can't do that anymore because of uh, reasons um, with the actor. With uh, oh, that Mark. turned out to be a hacking. Oh, so he's fine now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so you could do that then. Yeah, uh, that's fine. We don't venture oftentimes onto Twitter on here, but uh, Liz Lozar has an interesting comment. Boba Fett is just an Iron Man ripoff. Fight me. Hashtag Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. a good one. I disagree with that because Iron Man has better characterization than Boba Fett. 
You should uh, respond well, with that, no, no, actually. That's good. Well, a ripoff, by definition, is like a lesser that's version, true. right? Uh, so, that's true. So, yeah. I mean, that's interesting. Um, uh, Liz is clearly wrong, obviously. Uh, Iron Man shoots lasers out of his palms. <laughs> oh, my God. Boba Fett shut up. Carries a pistol <laughs> and has a rocket that comes out of a backpack. You and take things way too literal. <laughs> yeah, like, well, that's, that's the way you gotta uh, go. And by Christian Slot, he also has a dent in his helmet. So <laughs> very different. Yeah, real quick, he fixes the armor, shines it up, but he doesn't pop out the dent. It's a it's a character. Yeah, he, he wants he wants to show that he's uh you know he's just like everybody else. Maybe you can't it's to show that time has passed. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe you can't undent Beskar. It's not Beskar. It's um oh. myth Mithrin. Not me. I want to say me. <laughs> Wait, in the fucking Lord, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, Star Wars. It's, 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 it's a material that starts with an M. My, minus Thor. Minus Thor. Something of that nature. How come it's not Beskar? Uh, not every Beskar is expensive and is rare in this in this universe. Uh, Jango was a rich guy. He I mean, was after not the really. clones. He, after the clone stuff, wasn't he? He got paid pretty well. Sure, but remember, oh, their the armor though isn't like stuff that you go out and buy per se. It's, right. it's, it's more like handed down. Yeah, handed down, or you do certain things or whatever. You Mando's armor. He's the he's the first of that, whatever, and with hopes of you know passing his armor down to the child maybe one day. So, cool. All right, folks. I think it's that time where we run around and ask you know if this was good. Um, Christian, as you're still bald, I'm going to let you go first to decide who you want to ask wow. that question to. Uh, well, let's go to our guest. Zach Schwartz. Was chapter was 15 he... of The Mandalorian good? Yeah. Yes, I thought this episode was good. I know I yeah, you bag on it and make fun <laughs> and for whatever reason really want Moff Gideon to attack people in a hospital. <laughs> but uh, but um <laughs> I did think the episode was really well done. And that's that's kind of my uh, the, the two sides of the sword with this series for me is that like it shows when it's really, really well done what it can be. And I think Bill Burr is tremendous. And um, I, I thought this was just a great episode. So, yeah, it was great. Nice. Uh, and then, Zach, you get to ask somebody else the same question. Ravi, did you was it good? Um. Pause for dramatic effect. Wow. Yes, it was good. It was great. The one part we didn't talk about, which is a very small part, uh, the seismic charge out of Slave One. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm all here for that. I mean, do you all remember when you were in the theater and you saw episode two? That was the coolest part. And the, the, the speaker systems blew out yeah. because of that. Are you, sure? Are you talking about the shitty Derry, New Hampshire theater yeah. speakers? Oh, Wait, yeah. Remember that one movie with, uh, what's his name? Ethan Hawke, the vampire one we saw. And there was a speaker that was dead. And the movie sounded awful because the like speaker underwater. was dead. It was like. Nee. I was like, I. That's all I remember. It's New Hampshire theaters. Anyway, Arjuna, <laughs> was Mandalorian good? Uh, yes, it was. This was the best episode of the season. I really liked the character development. I thought that finally we got an episode that felt a little different than what we've gotten. I thought Bill Burr did an excellent job as Migs. Um, and I thought you got a lot of development with Mando, which I think has been, there have been very small parts throughout the season, but we got a lot in this episode. So that was kind of nice to have. And it was just kind of nice not to honestly, we didn't talk about this, but you know, the child Grogu wasn't in this episode. And I thought that actually helped the episode a lot because I feel like, especially this season, there's been so much screen time dedicated to, 
gifts and merchandising of 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 the child. As Zach says, he just is a hungry <laughs> motherfucker that eats stuff. Is he gonna be is he gonna be Jabber the Hut sized when he's grown up? Could be. Could be. Get that kid on Atkins. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Motherf- uh, hungry motherfucker. And, wow. And finally, Krishna, was this episode of The Mandalorian good? It was good. The only thing that would have made it better was be more bald characters like Darth Maul, The Rock. Do you, consider, the Rock do you play, consider Jar Jar Binks a bald Rock. character? Uh, no. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I mean, because those, that's his e- those are his ears. Those are his ears. Yeah. Yeah. But do there? But does that? Do the Gungans grow hair of any type on their heads? I believe the 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 boss one, the main Gungan, had some kind of like hair fluffy thing. The fat under one. Head. Yeah, the fat one under his hat. Oh, oh what? Grogu will grow up to. Be? <laughs> oh, Grogu's man. idol. <laughs> uh, but I will say this: uh, agree with everyone who said Bill Burr. Uh, it was like a, a blast of fresh air. It was. It was great. It was. I think exactly what we needed at the perfect time. Very excited for next week, the finale. Uh, real quick though, under over fifty five minutes for the finale. I'm gonna take the over. You're taking taking under. under. Wow, you think it's be under fifty five minutes? Under fifty five minutes. Interesting. Yeah. Zach, what do you think <clears throat> for the runtime? Over fifty five. Nice. I hope. I, I, I want as much run. Like I think it's such a great series in in total. So I will miss it. But I I need answers because it just doesn't feel like we got a ton so far. Yeah. All right. We're none split down the, the middle. None on that dark saber. So yeah. Zach, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Is there a, a place our friends and viewers and all those can find you? And uh, is there anything you want to plug? Sure. Uh, I am now working for a company called Wave TV. Check them out on Instagram. Uh, follow the Buckets Instagram account and uh, the Wave TV Instagram accounts. Nice. Awesome. And me on Twitter. So that's it. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you again. And as always, guys, you can find us on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram at Was It Good BTM. This podcast is filmed every Monday and Friday live on twitch.tv slash Was It Good. Feel free to jump in, talk to us, all that fun stuff. Good day. Goodbye. <laughs>